0: Welcome to this week's episode of Crime Survivors Speak. My name is Aswat Thomas. I'm the National Director of Crime Survivors for Safety and Justice. We are a national network of 90,000 victims of crime from across the country. To stay up to date on the latest episodes, you can do that on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other streaming services. Today, we are highlighting one of our amazing staff members who has made it her mission to lift up and support others in her community who have been impacted by crime and violence. Trisha Forbes has been working in the movement for economic, social, and racial justice for over 25 years. She obtained her master's in social work from the University of North Carolina and has led leadership positions at numerous policy advocacy organizations across Texas to promote healing over retribution. Today, Trisha leads our Crime Survivors for Safety and Justice member support program, which offers a wide array of resources for healing and wellness. Trisha has made it her life's work to create healing for survivors. Trisha, welcome to the Crime Survivor Speak podcast.
1: Thank you, Aswad. I'm happy to be here.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. So, Trisha, can you tell us a little bit about your story and what compelled you to pursue your work in Victims Advocacy?
1: It definitely goes back to my becoming a survivor of sexual assault in college. And... After that first experience that happened when I was a teenager, like many victims, I didn't get help and was victimized again and again. So I think it all stems from that, but years before I actually dealt with my own trauma, I did have an experience that led me to working directly with other survivors. I was living in Colorado after college, and I had a good friend in an abusive relationship with a boyfriend, and one day I witnessed the violence. I moved to North Carolina not long after that and decided to start volunteering at a family violence program in Asheville. This was back in the early 90s when we had actual beepers to communicate to work on the crisis line. But they hired me as the Community Outreach Coordinator, and that is how I got started doing this work.
0: And Trisha, thank you so much for sharing your story. We hear from yourself and so many survivors across the country who have experienced violence In turn that pain into healing. So just wanna just thank you so much for sharing your story and and also your work over the years and helping to support survivors. As someone who has my master's in in social work, just like you, we would love to hear a little bit more about that background in social work and how you ended up at Crime Survivors for Safety and Justice.
1: Yeah, so after several years working in the movement to end domestic violence, i decided to go to graduate school for social work at the university of north carolina at chapel hill and just like you as i did the macro level concentration and i learned about advocacy and organizing and working in the community so When I finished getting my master's, I ended up here in Austin, Texas, and I've been so incredibly fortunate to be able to work on a wide range of social justice issues during my career, many of them touching on issues of violence and trauma and healing. My actual entry into Crime Survivors for Safety and Justice was through my very good friend Tara Tucker who is the Alliance for Safety and Justice's state director in Texas. We'd been friends for many years and we were having lunch one day not long after Tara started working at ASJ and she was telling me about it and my mind was just blown. This is connecting victims and survivors of violence to ending mass incarceration, stopping that cycle of violence and connecting those dots and creating safe communities. How do I get in there? Because many of my years were also spent doing criminal justice reform work. And one thing that I know and I saw over and over is that so many people who have been system impacted are victims who never received help. So, I was super excited to learn about crime survivors for safety and justice. And I have Tara to thank leading me into this work and helping me get where I am today with this organization.
0: That's awesome. I think I've had those same experiences. When I first learned about crime survivors for safety and justice, I was just so amazed that there were other survivors like myself who were healing each other, providing that peer-to-peer support, and they were organizing to change policies in California. Back in 2018, when um, we really started to organize crime survivors from across the country, we invited over 50 crime survivors from states outside of California to our annual event called Survivor Speak. And you all joined over 600 survivors in the state of California for our Survivor Speak California event back in 2018. Trisha, I remember you getting off that plane, getting off that bus, and just so excited. We'd love to hear from you Did that experience at Survivor Speak change anything for you? And what was that like?
1: Aswad, profound experience for me. I didn't know what to expect. I arrived in California and scores of other survivors were pouring in. It was such a friendly, welcoming, loving Atmosphere from the very beginning and there was this level of connection that was automatic being there with so many other survivors during the big dinner in the huge ballroom with hundreds of people there was a moment of silence in a healing vigil and everyone held their candles up and it just moved me in a way that was really surprising because I've done work with survivors. I've been in these kinds of movements, but there was something so special and powerful about the range of people in the room with different experiences from different communities who were all there to build this community and to heal together. and. Uh, For the rest of the two-day event, when I was in Sacramento, I followed co-founder of the Alliance for Safety and Justice, Robert Rooks, around. And I was like, Robert, hire me. Please hire me. I want to do this work. (laughs) And I was excited about the organization already. But that experience of marching with so many survivors, of holding hands around the Capitol, on the ground, just the power of it it just filled my heart up and I feel so lucky that I was able to end up where I am today now I get to go to a lot of Survivor Speaks in other states and watch people experience the same thing so it's really special
0: That's beautiful. You mentioned like that connection. I've seen so many survivors from across the country and and with different victim experiences all leaning on to each other for support, all there to advocate for more healing, for more trauma recovery centers, for more rehabilitation. So those of you who are listening, I'm hoping one day you are able to attend a Survivor Speak event in person or join us for our Survivor Speak virtual conference, which I'll talk a little bit about later as well. So Trisha, you started as a member. You started as someone who tried to get Robert Rooks to bring you on board <laughs> to our staff. And we were able to do yeah. that. So Trisha was excited. How can I bring this back to the state of Texas? Tricia, you went home and you became our regional manager in the state of Texas, organizing survivors, helping to develop chapters, bringing survivors to uh, the state and also doing a lot of media advocacy as well. So you started as a regional manager, but now uh, this year you have a brand new role, which I'm so excited about as our senior for our member support program. So, Trish, can you describe, one, how does that feel to you to be leading our member support program? And and what kind of services and supports have you been offering at Survivor Speak and also with the general member support program?
1: It feels fantastic. I know that everyone in the organization is very excited about our member support program. I know that the two of us are just thrilled to finally be getting this off the ground. We've had conversations about different pieces of this on and off since I came to CSSJ. And so to be able to Bring this to fruition and to launch this program is very exciting. Of course, our members are the heart of everything that we do and we know that people are hurting. People have experienced violence. There is community violence. There's collective grief in a lot of communities right now. And so we listen to the voices of our members who have said, hey, We want more support. And we are excited to be able to start offering a menu of tools and resources to members that are gonna promote healing and wellness. And it really is a menu, we're just getting started, but there are so many things that we're doing and that we're gonna be doing. One of the first things we are gonna have some interactive self-care activities, Facebook Live, programs like Wellness Wednesdays where we may have conversations with different kinds of healing practitioners. Another thing that our members have asked for are spiritual support calls. We are a very diverse group of people with many different beliefs, but a lot of our members are people of faith that have asked for some kind of avenue to give and receive spiritual support. And so that's something that we've listened to. And our members really help drive all of this. We know that our chapter coordinators and our staff get a lot of requests for different kinds of help and resources. A lot of people don't know where to turn in their communities, so we are going to be working on creating state and local resource guides that will be online and searchable. These are going to have a wide range of service providers. We know that people who are survivors of violence may also have many, many different needs based needs in addition to whatever it is around there. Victimization that they need help with. So, we are going to be co creating these with our chapter leaders, with our chapter coordinators. And they are also going to have community based, smaller organizations that a lot of our members are going to be comfortable going to. It may be someone in their community, it may be someone who's gone through the exact same thing that they have. I think that these resources. Guides are going to be something new and different. We are very excited about those. Another thing that you mentioned that we do is providing trauma informed support at CSSJ events and programs. And we've done that in a very big way in 2022 with our seven Survivor Speaks events, seven different states. People come to those events as survivors from all across their state. They make it up in the middle of the night, get on a bus, drive hours to the capitol to be in community with other survivors, to talk to their legislators to have a presence at the state capitol to be at that policy making table and we want our people to feel taken care of. We feel like that's our responsibility. And so we offer a lot of different healing services there. Survivors Speak is an incredible, as I said earlier, an incredibly powerful event, but it can also be intense. It can be triggering. It can bring up our past trauma. We're healing through action, and that's why we're there but at the same time, we may need support at any given moment. So we have licensed therapists that are there throughout the day with survivors. They are wearing blue smocks. They are easy to identify, are pointed out to people. And they're just on the lookout for anyone who might need a little extra support. Might be a brief interaction or someone may really need to be pulled away and sit down and process some things.
0: That's pretty amazing, Trisha, and thank you for leading just all of that work from those spiritual support calls. As you mentioned, the state and local resource guides, that will be critical for survivors, especially in those communities that are most harmed by violence. What we continue to hear and what we know from our own direct Experiences that many survivors don't know where to go to get help. So excited on the development of those resource guides and, and continue to provide trauma-informed support at all of our events as well. One thing that I'm also excited to hear from you about is we also have developed partnerships. So can you talk a little bit about the partnerships that we have as part of our member support program? And these are also the resources that we provide to our members of Crime Survivor for Safety and Justice for free. So can you share a little bit more about these partnerships?
1: Absolutely. We are excited to have launched one of our brand new partnerships last week. It's with an organization called BetterHelp and they are the world's largest therapy platform. It is all Virtual, and so people can access a therapist through their computer, through their tablet, through their phone. It can be phone conversations, video conversations, there are chats, there's individual counseling and group counseling. And so the way it works is that people go on to the BetterHelp site. And there is a fantastic questionnaire that really gets at the kinds of issues people are dealing with, whether it's sexual assault or grief or PTSD also what they're looking for in a provider. For example, some people may be more comfortable with a woman provider. Some people maybe need a provider who is able to work with them in Spanish or in another language. And so it is very tailored to the needs of the specific person. And. We made sure that out of the more than 40,000 therapists who are part of BetterHelp's network, we made sure that, yes, they have people who specialize in trauma. They have a very diverse network of folks who can be culturally responsive to our members. And we are thrilled and very grateful that through this partnership, we're able to offer CSSJ members these services for free. Right now, we've started with 150 free vouchers for therapy for our members. We know that so many of our members, so many survivors have not had any kind of counseling support, have never had access to counseling, may not even be really familiar with what therapy for trauma is or looks like. So we're just thrilled to be able to offer this to CSSJ members. That is one exciting thing that we launched and we just launched it last week.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. So. Those of you who are listening, especially to our members, uh, we're offering uh, free counseling support for you all. So we'll have more information on how you can access that to our members of CSSJ as well. So that's one partnership, and and thank you to uh, BetterHelp for collaborating with the Crime Survivor for Safety and Justice Organization to help us provide this much-needed support uh, to survivors. Also, Trisha, there's another exciting partnership that I know all of our listeners out there would be pretty happy to hear about, so can you talk a little bit about our ACCESS program as well?
1: Access is the world's largest discount network, and there are thousands and thousands of participating businesses. The way it works is that through CSSJ, our members will be able to get access through the discount network to thousands of discounts on everything from pizza, to vacations to Oil changes, movies—it's just endless. Almost anything you think about that—that that people buy or a service that they need, there are different discounts that come up. And so, we are going to be launching that soon. We want CSSJ members to know: Hey, we care about you. We want to help you in every way that you can. And this is a. Bit benefit that you get for being part of this movement. And so I think it's going to be a lot of fun to see what the specific coupons and discounts um, are gonna do for people hopefully we'll be able to compare who got the best thing that week and yeah so that one is gonna be super fun and I go see a lot of movies I have two kids we order pizza we eat out a lot and those things add up and I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be great for our members
0: I'm, I'm so excited about that I was just <laughs> looking at going on a cruise and I saw as, as part of our discount program, now I'm able to get a little percentage uh, off as well. So this is access to (laughs) thousands of retailers uh, across the country. Also local, like mom and pop uh, stores as well. So once again, this is another benefit that we're offering to members of Crime Survivor for Safety and Just. So not only will you connect with a community of survivors, you get those resource guides, you get to also get access to counseling and therapy through our BetterHelp partnership. You also get access to discounts, right, to save you those dollars, things that you do every day in the money that you spend. So those are exciting partnerships that we have just launched those for members of Crimes Provider for Safety and Justice. Uh, Trisha, but also know that we are organizing, we're an advocacy organization. We bring communities together, but we're not a direct service provider. Can you talk a little bit about why that's important to share what we can offer and why we're building these partnerships with other organizations?
1: Absolutely, and that is very important because it can be confusing for folks, but we wanna be very clear that we are not a direct service provider. We aren't providing therapy ourselves, But we do see it as our role to help both create community-led healing spaces as well as helping people get access. And so our role is leveraging the things that we can do as a national organization to build partnerships to work on things like the really comprehensive resource guides to provide partnerships with BetterHelp. So we aren't doing the therapy or counseling ourselves, but we know how much our members need it. And we want to advocate for those things as well.
0: Amazing. And a lot of what you all are hearing, you know, come directly from our members we do a lot of listening to our members whether that's phone calls in person meetings events trainings like surveys and so a lot of what you are hearing come from what our members have been advocating for so we're just excited to be able to offer all of these menu of tools and resources for our members so Trisha in addition to all of the resource guys the better help the discount program you're also hosting monthly drop in spaces for survivors and hosting healing and happy hour events for folks in the community, what's it like to bring groups of survivors together in those spaces, and what kind of experiences have you had?
1: Well, it's beautiful to bring people together to share space and to heal together. And so, these virtual drop-in healing spaces are something also that our members have asked for. One silver lining of COVID is that it has brought us together more through technologies in ways that not as many of us would have used in the past. And so our members, a lot of people around the country are more comfortable getting on calls through Zoom. And the drop-in healing space every month is a safe space for people to come as they are and to share what they're going through, what is on their hearts. A couple of our members are facilitating these who are clinicians who have done a lot of community healing circles and healing work. And so we're able monthly to hold this space. Last month, the topic was grief, and we had people there in all stages of grief who were able to come and share some of their pain, then also leave with some strength and hope from other people. And people also, after sharing, are going to be able to leave with some tools, with a grounding exercise, with something that is going to help them outside of that call. They can take something and leave with that. So those are just going to grow and grow Hopefully more and more of our members will come. And also, as wide, we now have a couple of fantastic call leaders who are going to be doing the monthly drop-in healing spaces, monthly in Spanish as well.
0: In addition, many survivors also need different wellness modalities. Can you talk a little bit about the other type of uh, support services that we provide to survivors?
1: Wellness and healing needs to be holistic and we've talked about BetterHelp, we've talked about the therapist that we had available at the Survivor Speaks event. We also have different modalities, different ways of healing, such as yoga and meditation We had chair massage. Everyone loves a chair massage, right? There are a lot of different things that can contribute to our healing and wellness. And so we really want to bring these into the member support program as well. We've been able to do that through Survivor Speaks and it's something that we want to continue to build in the future for both our virtual online things such as the healing happy hours and wellness wednesdays but also at other cssj events and Aswad, you mentioned that earlier in my tenure at CSSJ, I was organizing survivors in Texas, and there were so many times that I came across people who were, for example, yoga instructors or who do Reiki, and they've said, I want to work with survivors or I'm a survivor myself. We've had some folks come to chapter meetings and participate at survivors speak in guiding healing art projects. We know that art and music are really important for healing. So I just wanted to mention that we see healing and wellness as something that needs to be very holistic. And people like different things. We all heal in different ways, but we're committed to making those things part of the member support program as well. And we need help. We want to know If we've got listeners, if we've got members out there who are interested in providing this kind of holistic wellness presentations, offering their services, whatever it may be, we want to partner with them and work with them. One of the things that I heard from several people who got chair massage, a lot of the people who came to Survivor Speak had never had a massage. They said, in my community, self-care isn't something that I have known about or has been a priority in my life. We want to make that commitment that, number one, when people come to CSSJ events, we are taking care of them in a holistic way, but also looking for creative ways to integrate these things into everything that we do at CSSJ to support our members.
0: Awesome. That's amazing. You heard, Trisha. if you are a clinician, if you are a wellness practitioner, you're a company organization that would like to support survivors, text the word SUPPORT to one to learn more about our member support program and get involved and collaborate. Trisha, before we close out today's conversation, something amazing happened in your hometown in Austin, Texas. The city designated $1 million to open up the city's first trauma recovery center, the first trauma recovery center in the state of Texas. Thanks to your advocacy in your leadership for years in Austin in the state. Why is it important for crime survivors to have a trauma recovery center in Austin?
1: It is so exciting that the city of Austin did that. It is essential that we have trauma recovery centers in all of our communities. Even in cities like Austin that have some really wonderful services, not everyone has access. People who are victims of gun violence, community violence, family members of people who have lost loved ones to violence, don't always have a place to go. And it's a real gap in the services that we currently have. So we are very excited. People are excited to hear about it in Austin too, because they may not have a police report and they may not therefore have had access to victim compensation, but they could walk into a trauma recovery center. and. I want to make sure to say here that it is our members in Austin who really made this happen. In particular, our two chapter coordinators, Jill Henderson and Clarence Watson, they have also been working on this. We've been on so many phone calls with policymakers, with community partners. We've had op-eds, letters to the editor. We've gone to countless city council committees and meetings, and so this is the kind of thing that we do at CSSJ when we work together. So we are thrilled about the Trauma Recovery Center. Advocating for trauma recovery centers is one way that we support our members. Our survivors and the new member support program is just another layer to that, that I feel very blessed and fortunate to be a part of.
0: Wow. Trisha, this is incredible how we've grown over the past few years of starting with six members. Right now we have 90,000 survivors across the country and just being able to offer these tangible resources and support uh, to our members shout out to our cssj austin texas chapter and our members shout out to the amazing tara tucker and shout out to you uh, Trisha for just your leadership and helping to not only lead our member support program but getting the city of Austin its first trauma recovery center which we also will be expanding to other cities across the state of Texas as well. Just want to appreciate you Trisha for your leadership and, and also the other members and coordinators who's helping create these spaces for our survivors which will help so many people during the healing journey and also know that they don't have to go through it um, alone. So we're excited about our Crime Survivor for Safety and Justice member support program. If you want to learn more about Crime Survivor for Safety and Justice, go to our website at www.cssj.org. Patricia, thank you so much for being on today's episode of the Crime Survivor Speak Podcast. Thank you so much to everyone who's out there listening to today's episode. Once again, to learn more about Crime Survivors for Safety and Justice Member Support Program, you can text the word support to 1-888-458-0382. To become a member of Crime Survivors for Safety and Justice or join our email list, visit us at www.csj.org to join a local chapter near you or our national network. Remember, you can tune in to all podcast episodes on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other streaming platforms. As we say at Crime Survivors for Safety and Justice, we are healing through action when survivors speak change happens. Thank you again, Trisha, for being with us today.
1: Thank you for having me.